What's up, Bucks fans? Welcome to another edition of the Behind the Buccaneers podcast. I'm Carmen Vitale, your host and staff writer for Buccaneers.com, and I'm taking you under the helmet with some of your favorite players all season long. Today, I'm sitting down at lunch with running back Peyton Barber. Let's go on into the Bucks dining hall at Advent Health Training Center to catch up with the fourth-year player. So if you've been keeping up with the team, it seems that Peyton is poised for a breakout season this year under new head coach Bruce Arians. You may know Arians and his offenses for the deep ball and the shots he likes to take downfield. But make no mistake, the run game is a big emphasis too, and Peyton is currently listed as RB1. It's a welcome challenge for the product of Auburn University, who was signed by the Buccaneers as an undrafted free agent after his junior season in 2016. Why don't we start there? You came out of Auburn early. Mm-hmm. And I know, you know, you see that list every offseason that, you know, it's the underclassmen that come out early, that don't get drafted, um, good, bad, or otherwise. You know, there's always judgments made on that. But what was it for you that made you come out then and decide that that was, that's, that was the right time? Uh, well, there was, a, there was a couple things that were going on at home. Mm-hmm. Um, when my mom wasn't in the steadiest of households, she was all over the place pretty much right now. Right. Um, but uh, you know, we were having a conversation one night, and she wasn't she wasn't nagging to me or anything like that. But we were just talking, you know, yeah. talking about life and the place that she was staying at. Um, she was saying that uh, she just casually told me, she said, "Yeah, they have bed bugs. And I'm, I'm getting bit by the bed bugs uh. and stuff like that." And she's having to put on like like bug like bug spray to go to sleep, and it's like you know, I I'm in a nice a nice dorm room. I have a queen size bed. Got yeah. my own bathroom. Um, <laughs> um, you know, just just hearing that, I just you know I just felt like that that, that was the final straw for me. Yeah. And I felt like I, had, I, felt like, I felt like I had done enough to show that I could at least make a team. Right. And I have to work my way up. I mean, nothing's really came easy to me. So. Doesn't sound like it. It sounds like it's kind of been mm-hmm. an uphill. Oh yeah. But that affords you some kind of motivation then, doesn't it? Like, especially oh, yeah. when you get to this level, mm-hmm. to the chip on your shoulder, everyone talks about that. Oh, uh, yeah, I feel like I definitely have a big chip on my shoulder. Um, I feel like for me, since things haven't been easy, it is easy. That mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. Um, so I know when I get into a tough situation, I know at the end of the day I'm going to be okay. As long as I keep my faith and everything, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be able to, to, to make it through anything. It's probably why Peyton isn't phased when his new coaches have put the pressure on him to perform. In fact, Peyton put a whole different kind of pressure on himself this past offseason, the pressure to graduate college. See, despite coming out of school early, Peyton made a promise to finish his education, and he delivered on it this past May to the delight of his coaches and his family. What was so important to you about going back and getting your degree? One, I was, I was so close to finishing um, when I left. I had, I want to say I had like 20, 25 more hours, so that's, so that's a semester. Right. Um, but yeah, and then too, I, I, I owed it to myself at the same time, and I promised my mom that I'd go back also. But school, like much of Peyton's life, hasn't been without its challenges. He was diagnosed with a learning disability. Not that he sees it that way, but it's affected him all throughout his childhood, and it remains something that he manages to this day. I know that you've been open about having 
you know, dyslexia. Did that kind of aid in wanting to, you know, finish out school the right way and like and, and make sure that, you know, prove yourself you could do it too? Oh yeah, no doubt. Um, I was told coming out, of, coming out of high school that I would have to go to a JUCO. Um, I would go to a, a two-year school or, or a technical college or however you want to say it. Yeah. Um, because I was in special ed classes until my junior year um, of high school. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, it's, it's just like I said, I feel like I owe it to myself and I made a promise to my mom that I'd go back and finish. So. Peyton's mom is also the reason for one of his biggest interests off the field real estate. And now I feel like you have all these off the field kind of aspirations as well. Did you just buy a house? Did I just hear that right? I did. And you have I like another house. Yeah. Another Se house. You have real estate interests then. Mm -hmm. Where does that come from? Oh, I've always had real estate interests. Um, I, I, my favorite network is uh, HGTV. So. <laughs> <laughs> what do you watch on HGTV? Property Brothers. Oh, I uh, love Fixer Property Upper, Brothers. Um, do you go and like love it or list it, do you decorate man. your house with like the Chip and Joanna games like collection? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, I have a couple of their like collections. <laughs> do you really? Yeah. Um, you know she she's online over at Target. When did that start? Uh, to be honest, growing up I didn't have cable, so whenever I would go over to my friend's house, um, a lot of my friends were well off. Okay. But I was always the one where I, I grew up homeless. Yeah. So. Whenever I would go to my friend's house, the TV would be on, and they would want to watch cartoons and stuff like that. Right. And that would be on, so it's like... And that would be... Yeah. Was, it, was it maybe aspirational even then because you didn't have that stable house that you got to go that, back to? Now that you think of that, that could really be... I'm, I've just always had an interest in, yeah. in houses. Um, I know when we were when I was younger and we were going through a lot of tough times, me and my mom, we would uh, usually happen on Sundays. At the church, we would just drive around and look at nice houses um, and just, yeah. just dream pretty much. Um, you know, she would always tell me, you're going to be here one day, you know, so expect it. So, you know, I'm, I'm not quite to where I can get the big, big, big house, but, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm definitely well off and I'm, I'm definitely grateful for where I'm at. You can kind of hear it in Peyton's voice as he pauses to talk about his upbringing. Arriving at a place where he now owns not only one, but two homes is no small feat. He has a unique appreciation for his position, and he's being smart about it while he's in it. Do you think that real estate is something that you're going to end up going into at, maybe after football and just like continuing this? I'm trying to do it while, while I'm in football. <laughs> that's the that's what a lot of people get mixed up. You want to start stuff now, now. instead of later. Mm -hmm. um, start stuff while you have the cash. Not saying that oh, I'm spending my cash and stuff like that, but no. you want to you know while you have a very steady income that's right. the, the best time and then you have a you got a, a good name on your shoulder a hot name right um now's the best time looks like my previous guest outside linebacker carl nassib isn't the only one who has his own financial philosophies and aspirations it's pretty safe to say real estate and maybe hgtv is Peyton's number one interest outside of football any other free time he has and Peyton kind of does what a lot of us do what do you what do you do when you go home to chill out what do I do when I go home to chill out? Yeah. I'm a pretty boring person. Um, everybody says that. And it, like, and then you talk to somebody more and you find out that they're... In I the mean, I literally go home, I watch Netflix and I'll study <laughs> and I'll talk to my girlfriend. Um, okay. When I get really bored, I'll go on, I'll go on drives. I'll go on long go on drives, drives and I'll just look at really nice houses or like, <laughs> I'll go by the 
I go by uh, by Clearwater, drive down there, and those walk are the beach. Those are insane. Yeah. Those houses yeah. along the beach there, those oh, yeah. are awesome. Oh yeah. <laughs> that so when if you're going down the beach path, you're not looking at the water, you're looking at the houses. That I do are a little the beach. bit of both. <laughs> a little bit of both. Uh, what are you watching on Netflix right now? At the moment, I just started The Flash, um, but I've been watching uh, Queen of the South. Me too! Yeah. I just started watching that! Yeah, I just finished it. Great show. So Queen of the South and The Flash. Yep. You into superheroes? Yeah, yeah. I love I like the Marvel movies, DC, okay. all that, yeah. Okay. No, like, not. The, did you see Endgame and you're like, oh, yeah. okay. Oh, yeah, I was, right. I got close to shedding a tear from Iron Man died. <laughs> Spoiler alert, sorry. I didn't mean to do that, but. I don't know if I can put that in there because I don't know if we're past the spoiler. <laughs> the spoiler threshold. I don't I, I don't know. I think I've seen Iron Man. That's about Oh, so it. I just told you? You just told me, but I well, don't like I've never seen There you go. I mean I, I wouldn't even I really don't even know who that is. So Okay. It's you're fine. Okay. To me. Cool. I might be mad at you later if I decide to get this and I already know. I think I think you should. <laughs> I definitely think you should. Who's Marvel your favorite? Favorite superhero? Yeah. The Hulk. The Hulk. Is that like, if you were a superhero, you'd be the Hulk? Ah, I don't know if I would want to be the Hulk if I was a superhero. Um, <laughs> I don't want to be big and green. <laughs> but. And mean. And mean. And mean. Well, you only when he gets big and green is he mean. Maybe Iron Man. Iron Man. Iron Man. Educate me. Is Iron Man kind of the same as Batman, where like he himself isn't anything special, but it's like with the suit and everything, he kind of like makes things happen. Well, he's he's a regular, ordinary guy. Right. Okay. Has a lot of money. That's Batman, you know, right? Like Batman. Batman is, also. Yeah, yeah. Batman is just an ordinary guy that has a lot of money and has all these yeah. gadgets. Mm -hmm. and, okay. So ordinary person doing extraordinary things. Mm -hmm. I like that parallel. Mm -hmm. That's a good parallel. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a parallel for Peyton himself. Though, judging from his story, there's nothing ordinary about him. Thanks for joining me on this edition of Behind the Buccaneers. You can read the full transcript of Peyton and I's conversation on Buccaneers.com. If you want to check out these features or others I'm doing, make sure you're following me on Twitter and Instagram at CarmiV. That's C-A-R-M-I-E. V. And make sure you're following the Bucks on social too, at Buccaneers on Twitter and Instagram. We'll talk to you next time.